it was James Reiser, I believe he he said that they received ER data with the two um, zip codes, 32609 and 32641, and then Alachua County as a whole. And the ER use in these zip codes, well, in 32609 was twice the state average, and in 32641 was three times the state average. And these are really big zip codes. I didn't, we looked at the map of Gainesville, and they take up a lot of the county. But yeah, ER usage in these two zip codes was way higher than the national average, which was interesting. And a lot of it has to do with what, what they said with um, substance abuse and mental health. And they were trying to find ways to kind of separate the two issues. So the people on the subcommittee say that ER usage is so high because of mental health and or substance abuse issues in the area. Um, how did they attempt to detangle both of these issues? So they decided to draft three action items to present to the county, and they decided to draft three action items, um, education, treatment, and follow-up. So targeting schools, raising awareness in schools would be the first, you know, helping children. They mentioned like a lot of children are really affected by mental health, especially they mentioned like because of like school shootings and all of this, you know, like craziness that goes on in the world. Like children have been, you know, affected by mental health pretty severely. And then like treatment, coming up with ways to help people and, you know, treat these people that under traditional mental health, they a lot of them go unreported because it's not like a substance abuse issue that leads them to the hospital. So a lot of people don't know about ways in Alachua County that they can actually receive help. And one of them they mentioned was peer specialists, which are people with credentials to help um, who help who volunteer to help pay patients would be like a form of treatment. Um, and then follow up services. Karen Billings, she's an advisory board member and the assistant director of administrative service at the UF Department of Clinical Health and Psychology. Billings said she believes the community needs more than certified peer specialists, just like we have urgent care for centers for physical health, there should be options for mental health treatment. We would place items such as support for a 988 program, which is a nationwide suicide prevention hotline under education, and then mapping mental health services and identifying gaps under treatment. And then, you know, creating programs that just kind of are set up throughout the county to establish relationships and build trust with communities. And a lot of these two zip codes, a lot of people in these poor communities, you know, end up just calling 911 because they felt that their concerns weren't taken seriously by the system. So she said um, that setting up clinics would be an immediate way for people to feel like someone would attend to their crisis. From your reporting, it seems like there's two major um, populations that are really affected by this issue of having to resort to 911 or visiting the ER um, because of crises, and that is children and low-income people. So what did the committee say about the biggest challenges that face these communities? Yeah, so I mean, the first is that they mentioned was people dealing with traditional mental health issues are undercounted in the data because of the limited resources and interaction with law enforcement. And um, so people don't know about resources besides like the ER. Um, so that was one concern they wanted to, you know, promote uh, more resources. Um, th they suggested setting up clinics throughout the county and just to really build trust with the communities because a lot of 
um, people in these low income communities have felt historically that their concerns haven't been taken seriously. And um, especially with the stigma around mental health, there's Ali Martinez, she said that this stigma is a huge issue. Mental illness is a label and that label repulses people. She said, I think education and cutting through that stigma in a culturally relevant way is going to solve a lot of these problems. So yeah, these social and cultural issues that deters residents from seeking treatment for mental health concerns is probably the biggest thing. And yeah, children, you know, educating the, not only the children, but the families and the teachers at these schools, you know, these, a lot of kids feel that they can't go seek help because they don't know what to do. And going back to the stigma around mental health, you know, it's, it's a really big issue. It's what they were really concerned about. Did either of the committees address at all sort of the um, strain that it puts on the emergency room system by having people go to the emergency room for, or calling 911 for issues that can't necessarily be solved by calling 911? Yeah, a lot of these people call the ER, call 911, show up to the ER, and, you know, they receive just temporary help is what they were saying like there's no follow-up they go and a lot of it is due to substance abuse which is another issue that they were trying to decide whether to tackle that separately than mental health um but yeah they they go into the er and that's because that's the only place they know where to go and they don't receive help that's permanent or lasting and they just kind of are let go and then to deal with their problems there's no there's no follow-up treatment we can see that there's some resources that are missing in Alachua mm-hmm. County, and that's why people are turning to these methods of trying to find help. Um, yeah. What are some of the solutions that are being proposed? I know you touched you touched on them earlier. Adding clinics around the county, setting up clinics around the county, and Ali Martinez mentioned it. She's like, even if it's just, you know, from five to eight p.m. on a Tuesday, like once a week, you know, just something that's there for people to be able to, you know, connect with people and, you know, actually build a connection and a relationship. Um, that was a main concern, reaching out to the schools and yeah, kind of kind of promoting programs. Like I know they mentioned Meridian is one of them, just raising more awareness to programs that people may not know about. There's a lot of barriers they said to getting help. And the main one is the main the two main ones are cost and the availability of providers so they want to you know increase providers and that's one way is to bring in um peer specialists that are people with credentials who volunteer to help patients and offer follow-up services and these are people they have to take a course and they don't a lot of people don't know what a peer specialist is but these are you know a, a lot like cost effective ways to give people help and follow-up treatment. James Reiser mentioned, he said in the surveys administered, the the communities in zip codes 32609 and 32640 ranked certified peer specialists at the bottom of the list of needed mental health services. But, and they ranked like psychiatrists like at the top of the list is what he said. And people don't realize that that's very expensive and the cost is a very big concern. Um, so yeah, certified peer specialists would be a much more cost-effective way for heavy users of the ER who may not be aware of other resources.